Praise God. John chapter 7, verse 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and he cried. He screamed with a loud voice saying, If any man thirst, if any man thirst, <laughs> If any, and he's speaking to humanity, if any man, any woman, young, old, rich, poor, black, white, brown, pink, polka dot, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. For he that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Brother Nichols mentioned it. Brother Cavanus mentioned it. But this spake of the Spirit which they that believe on Him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. That's why as Brother Josh started the service this morning, Acts 1 and 4. Then in Acts chapter 2 when the Holy Ghost was poured out. Refreshing. Those that believed received. The Holy Ghost was not yet given, but on the day of Pentecost, I'm thankful to, that I am Pentecostal this morning. That I received the baptism, the outpouring, the infilling of the Holy Ghost, Spirit of Almighty God in my soul. I am thankful to be Pentecostal this morning. Yes, amen. Praise God. And I want to take from this text this morning, this title, and it is a question that I want to ask every one of us, present company included. <laughs> Did you come thirsty? Did you come thirsty? Help me pray that God would talk to us and anoint this place. His word's already anointed. God, would you anoint me, my mouth, my lips of clay, my heart, my mind. God, I pray the unction of the Holy Ghost would move upon me and through me, speak to us and through us. God, give us ears to hear and hearts to gladly receive. In the precious name of Jesus, we give you all the glory and all the praise. Let the church say amen. 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 As you're seated, ask somebody, did you come thirsty today? Praise God. Psalms 34, verse number 8 reads, O taste and see that the Lord is good. O taste and see that the Lord is good. How many know that the Lord is good today? How many know that the Holy Ghost tastes wonderful? Praise God. Amen, amen, amen. And uh, there are... Some that look at us Pentecostal apostolics and they look at what we enjoy when the Holy Ghost is being poured out and they are standing or living in envy of those that have received and are receiving an outpouring of the Holy Ghost power from on, on high. Amen. Uh, there are those that can come to an apostolic Pentecostal church like this morning and the Spirit of God is being moved out. And there are those that come 
thirsty and there are those that come in expectation that, hey, I'm believing that this morning God has something. He's got a, 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 a cup that's full, amen, for me that he's going to pour out and I'm going to receive a blessing. I, I'm coming that when he says, what would you like to drink? I'm going to say, I want a refreshing of the Holy Ghost this morning. I, I want a touch like, I, like I've needed. God, I've been walking in some dry places and I've been going through some situations that make, make, have made me hydrated and dehydrated and, and I, I'm a little thirsty and my, I'm a little parched in my spirit and, and I want to receive something and he says here you go I've got exactly what you need and that's why the psalmist said oh taste and see that the Lord he is good you've got to taste for yourself I don't care how thirsty you are if I'm the one with the glass That's what I've taught Hudson, by the way. We, we get, Pappy and Hudson have to have a little bit of chocolate milk every once in a while. And that's how I got started with chocolate milk. And I, I get my cup, a glass, and mine's a little bigger than his. And, and um, he's got his little, little cup of chocolate milk. And I look at him. He's looking at me right now. And I take a drink. <sighs> he knows what this is all about. He's like, where's my chocolate milk? you got to taste and see that the Lord, he is good for yourself. In other words, if you ain't, you notice that he couldn't do that because he doesn't have one of these. Hard to know how good something is if you haven't tasted it. It's hard for them to understand why we praise and worship like we do, but they haven't tasted It's sometimes hard for the world to understand how we can go through trials and tribulations and still have a pep in our step and a joy and a praise on our lip. They just don't know like we know what God has done for us. They, they, they don't know what it's like to have an outpouring of the Holy Ghost even in my deepest night, in my darkest night, in my deepest valley. And all I can say is you got to taste and see that the Lord, He is good. you got to get some for yourself. This is really good this morning. Praise God. Psalms 36 and 9, For with thee is the fountain of life. Jeremiah, in 17 of Jeremiah, verse 13, Jeremiah called the Lord the fountain of living waters. You mentioned it this morning. And if you came thirsty this morning, you too can be filled from the fountain. I, I like going into to the restaurants now that we can start to go back in that have fountain drinks. I, I like a good fountain drink because you, 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 when you get down to maybe half or get down, maybe you're even running on empty, you don't have to wait on somebody else to pour. If you have access to the fountain, you can go get a refill anytime. Somebody he needs to hear this right now. You have access to the fountain. You've got access. All you need to do is go get a refill. If you feel a little dry in your spirit, you just need to get back to an altar. You just get back to the fountain of life and let God pour into you a brand new touch. 
I wonder, did anyone come thirsty this morning? I'm t- there is a spiritual thirst quencher, and it's not Gatorade. There's a spiritual thirst quencher, and it's not Powerade. It's called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I'm so thankful I've got the Holy Ghost. And I'm thankful I feel and been refreshed in the Holy Ghost this morning. It tastes so good. I'd offer you some of them. I'm afraid you'd take it. You got to get it for yourself. Jesus told the story of the ten virgins. Five had lamps full. Five were, their lamps were going out. Five made it, five are wise, five are foolish, they didn't make it. You got to get it for yourself. Hey, can I have some? No. uh Can I tell somebody? There's more where this came from. You, you can't have mine. You, want, you know why you can't have mine? Because it came from him. I'm not the source, but I have access to the fountain. I can go to the source. Brother Rojas, it's not it. It's from him. I'm glad I've got access. The Bible says, in references, the Spirit of God is, is a well of living water. It's interesting how, and I don't have time this morning to get into so deep. I don't have a shovel to dig this deep this morning, but a big enough shovel. But there's a spiritual correlation between the Spirit and water. Genesis 1 and 1, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form, you know, and with void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And what happened? And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. It has always been the plan of God that the Spirit of God would be like water. That's why when we're born again, We're born of the water and of the Spirit. They have to go together. You can't have one without the other. Baptism in Jesus' name is great, but you got to also be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. you got to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Amen. People speak in tongues and get the Holy Ghost. That's awesome. The Spirit of God, the Holy God is is living in you. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. All these titles, that's His Spirit living in you. But God will not inhabit an unholy vessel. you got to be baptized of the water and of the Spirit. You can find in the book of Acts, there were those that were baptized in Jesus' name. They had to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Then you find some that had received the Holy Ghost, but they had to get rebaptized the right way in Jesus' name. I just throw that in there. Not my notes, but there you go. But there is something to be said about water. And the natural man cannot live without water. But the spiritual man also cannot live without spiritual water. John 7, but this spake he of the Spirit, which they that, in our text, they that believe on him should receive. If you believe, you should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given. He, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he said, Hey, you, you, you believe in just a little while you are going to receive. It's exactly what Brother Scott started the service with in Acts chapter 1 and then Acts chapter 2. They were there in the temple in the upper room because they believed that they could receive. 
And when they believed that they could receive and they were at the fountain, if you will, the Holy Ghost was poured out, just got a refill. It was poured out for the first time. And ever since then, every time you need a, a refill of the Holy Ghost, you just got to go to the fountain. I have news for somebody today. If you believe, you need to receive. Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, Except the man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. In John chapter 6, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth, same word, means to entrust, to believe, on me shall never thirst. Jesus said, come unto me if you're thirsty. If you need something from the Lord this morning, you just need to call on the name that's above every name. You just need to come to the fountain source. He said, if any man, in our text today, he said, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And he that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. Matthew 5 and 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. This is how it works. It's the law of hunger, the law of thirst. Did you come thirsty? I don't know that I've seen anybody really have their thirst quenched when they didn't come thirsty. Uh-huh. I didn't see somebody's hunger quenched or, or their soul satisfied when they didn't come with a hungry and, ex, and a spirit of expectation. But I've seen people come to the house of God with great expectation. They were hungry. They were thirsty for a move of God. They weren't going to take no for an answer. And they said, as long as I can get to the fountain, as long as I can get to the feet of Jesus, I know my thirst will be quenched. My hunger will be satisfied. It's all about getting to him. He is the fountain. Many people in this world have looked for the fountain of youth. I told somebody, my friend, Brother Bryson and I were picking up some things in Home Depot yesterday, and we were joking with the people that were helping us, and I said, I think I look pretty good for 75. He said, I just celebrated a birthday this week. I think I look pretty good for 75. They kind of looked at me You're not 75. I didn't say I was 75. I said I think I look pretty good for 75. Well, anyway. If you're 75 this morning, well, God bless you. You probably look better than I do. Did you come thirsty today? Did you come hungry today? I have great news. You can be filled. Your soul can be satisfied. You just need access to the fountain. Nehemiah 9.15, the Lord gave them bread from heaven for their hunger. Talking about in the Old Testament. They were out in the, in the desert place. Where we find twice that God used Moses to speak to the rock. Hit the rock. To, smoke, to smite the rock. He did. One of them disobeyed God. God told him to do one. He did the other. But twice out of the rock water flowed. Because the people were thirsty. 
Interesting here how God chose that water should come from a rock. Did not, did not Jesus tell Peter, upon this rock I will build my church? The rock of revelation of who Jesus is. Can I tell you this morning, the water, spiritual water, still flows from the rock of who Jesus is? Lord gave them bread from heaven for their hunger and brought forth water for them out of the rock for their thirst and promised them that they should go in to possess the land which thou hast sworn to give. If you're going to make it there into your promise of heaven, you got to first stop by the rock. If you're not drinking from the rock, you're going to have no place there. Psalms 105, 41. He opened, you ready? This is awesome. He opened the rock and the waters gushed out. They ran in the dry places like a river. There are times when we get dry. But I'm thankful I can still go to the rock that is higher than I. And I can still, when I'm dry, I can be refreshing the Holy Ghost. You ready? I'm standing on the rock. That's why out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water. I'm on the rock. I'm built on the rock. I'm part of the rock. That means the well will never run dry as long as I stay on the rock of truth. Man, I, I hope y'all getting as much out of this simple message as I am this morning. I am so enjoying this. Praise God. Isaiah 41, when the poor and needy seek water. Poor and needy. Somebody that's like, hey, uh, <laughs> I need help. Somebody that's saying, I'm not ashamed to say I'm a little thirsty. When the poor, the humble, and needy seek water. And there is none, and their tongue faileth for thirst. I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. But I will open rivers in high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. You might live in a dry place. Your home, your family might be a dry place. But I'm telling you, if you are oh, founded on the rock, you can have rivers of living water even in the midst of a dry land. You might be, some of the young people, I wish you might be the only person living for God in your family, but I'm telling you, you can still have rivers of living water flowing in your soul. Matthew 16 and 18 mentioned it, but that's where we find Jesus telling Peter, Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Jesus is the chief cornerstone. He's the foundation stone. He is the rock of revelation. And it's on this rock that the well was dug. It's only on the rock, this rock, the foundation, the revelation of who Jesus is, can water truly flow? That's why in John 19, 33, but when they came to Jesus, he's on the cross. He's already been crucified. 
He hangs his head, says it's finished, he dies. The Bible says that when they came and saw that he was dead already, they break not his legs. It had been prophesied that not a bone would be broken. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side. He was dead already. Everybody say dead already. He was already dead. I've learned this is when they, when they, when they come up to an, a car accident. Paramedics, I, I, I heard this somewhere a long time ago. That, that they can tell someone suffered by, by how much blood, typically. Because when the heart stops, it starts pumping blood and the blood flow stops. Which is amazing how... He's already dead, and yet they pierce his side, and blood and water flow. That's how perfect and pure and powerful his blood is. His blood was shed to cover and remove sin, and the water was to bring new life in a dry place. If we're founded on the same truth... Brother Aaron, of who Jesus is and the rock of revelation, and we're filled with his spirit. It's like spiritual water. I can't, I can't live very long without water naturally, but you ready? You can't spiritually live a long time without spiritual water either. I don't care how spiritual you think you are. Every once in a while, you better met, check yourself and find yourself in a, a, a place, an altar somewhere in your prayer closet or at home or in the church someplace somewhere, and you better renew and let God pour His Spirit in your soul all over again. I know I'm, I'm a pastor. Woo! I'm just like y'all. I got to find myself renewed in the Holy Ghost from time to time. I got to repent every, from time, every once in a while. Matter of fact, I probably repent every day. I do repent every day. God, if there be anything in me, my attitude, if there be anything, if, any, if I've done anything, looked anything, thought anything that was not of you, that I know about or I don't even know about, God, would you forgive me? I plead the blood, wash me, cleanse me. Like David prayed in Psalms 51, create in me a clean heart, renew in me a right spirit, cast me not away from thy presence, and restore the joy of thy salvation. Psalm 62 and 2, the psalmist said, he is my rock and my salvation. Psalms 95 and 1, oh come, let us sing unto the Lord, let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. I like that song, I go to the rock of my salvation. Amen. Isaiah 12 and 3, therefore with joy, ever say with joy, shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. <laughs> when you're founded on the rock, it's with joy we get to draw water, spiritual water, Holy Ghost power. I love, that, I love the name of our church, the Apostolic Rock Church. Not just the rock of revelation, not which is, which is where it starts. Not just that we're founded on truth and I, I, we buy the truth, we sell it. Not That's part of it. But I'm thankful we're the apostolic rock church because the water is still flowing from the rock. The Holy Ghost is still moving at the rock. I've seen churches that, that once... We're apostolic, Pentecostal, at least, and some of them still say they are. But And I'm not trying to throw stones, but I'm telling you, you need to get back to the rock of revelation, the rock of truth. 
Some have kind of drifted away from it. We don't need to do that. We don't need to preach that so much. That's too dogmatic. We don't, we, you know, some of that apostolic doctrine. Come on, we might have more people if we stop preaching. You know, I want to stay on the rock because my soul depends upon the rock. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. I got to hurry. Jesus is the well. He's the rock. He's the well of my salvation. Anybody come thirsty today? Man, that's so good. Have you ever just had the, just such an awesome move of the Holy Ghost and minister, God ministers to you, Holy Ghost moves and ministers. You know, always when we have that, we all feel like we are on cloud nine. And then you go try to have a conversation with somebody. and They're not, they haven't been, you know, flying in the clouds like you've been flying in the clouds. And you're like, man, this is amazing. They get like, wait, what? They just don't get it sometimes. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of like that what has light with darkness. and It's like, I have to tell you, you have to taste and see for yourself. I can't, you know, there's no saying, you can lead a horse to water. What's the rest of it? But you can't make it. But I can sure make it thirsty. You know how they do that? They put things called salt licks out there. Uh-huh. You ready? This is, I'm going to preach to the church right now. You are the salt of the earth. If we're the salt of the earth, everywhere we go, we ought to make people thirsty for what we've got. Don't get quiet on me now. I'm still in the book. You're the salt of the earth. Hey, we can't make them drink, but we can make them thirsty. So there's like, hey, I won't watch it. Whatever. What you've been drinking, I want some of that. What you've what you been having, I want some of that. How can you have, man, you got, you're always happy. You're always the joy of the Lord. You've been going through this, and you still give God praise. I want what you got. Because what I've been drinking is a little flat. I want what you've got. There's something in, in there's something potent in what you're drinking. Pastor's got a drinking problem. No, that's not a problem, but I like to drink from the wells of living water. <laughs> I love the book. The book of John. I love how. John writes things. I, I love the book of John. John chapter 4, Jesus looks at his disciples. John chapter 4, I'm going to read a couple verses and then I'll try to bring this to a close. First thing Jesus says is to his disciples, he said he must needs go through Samaria. Jesus, why in the world would you want to go to that God-forsaken place would be with Samaritan. Why would you want to go out of your way to go through Samaria? Verse 5, Then cometh he to the city, a city in Samaria, which is called Sychar, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now, verse 6, Jacob's well was there. Jacob's name was changed to Israel. So this is Israel's well. 
What does Jesus do? Therefore, being wearied from, with his journey, he set thus on the well. Isn't that awesome when the well of Israel sits on Israel's well? You think that was significant? I do. Your forefathers drank out of this well, and they kept getting thirsty. <laughs> but when you come to the one who made the well, and is the source of the well, who gave the well, I can give you living water, you'll never thirst again. And it was about the sixth hour, and there cometh the woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. And then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, asketh drink of me, which am a woman of Samaria? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. And Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him. You would have asked me. And he would have given thee living water. Isn't it interesting? She's coming thirsty, and so is Jesus. Here's the key right here. If you don't get anything else, you've got to get this. You gotta understand, divinity and humanity always meet at the point of thirst. He was thirsty and she was thirsty. I wonder how many times God has come with a thirst in his spirit for somebody to worship him and he still left thirsty. I wonder how many times. God has come to an apostolic service or any service thirsty for somebody to worship him so that he can return, pour out living water in their spirit, and yet no one came thirsty. That is the key. He's thirsty for your worship, and I'm thirsty to worship him. He's thirsty for my worship, and I'm thirsty for his spirit. Divinity and humanity, I talk about always meeting the arena of faith. Faith is an expectation. It's a manifestation of my expectation. you got to come hungry. you got to come thirsty. you got to come with the spirit of expectation. Hey, I'm coming thirsty and hungry to the house of God today. I'm going to receive. I'm going to get my blessing. Thank you very much. I will not be denied. I'm coming to worship God. I'm coming to magnify Him. I'm coming to the fountain. Jesus answered and said to her, If thou knewest the gift of God, you would have said, Give me to drink. And thou wouldest have asked of Him, and He would have given thee living water. The woman said to Him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou cannot tell you, His well is really deep. Rivers of living water, it never runs dry. Art thou greater than our father Jacob? Pretty much. She comes and she says, Our father Jacob. We're descending all we go all the way back to Jacob too, you know. He's our father too, you know. We're part of his lineage too, you know. 
we go back to Jacob, he's like, I'm further back than him. Well, now they're going to start talking about who's further back than Jacob. Y'all getting quiet on me this morning. Jesus answered and said to her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him, give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And the woman said unto him, Sir, give me this water that I thirst not. Neither come hither to draw. Jesus said unto her, Go, call thy husband and come hither. And the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband, for thou hast had five husbands. And he whom thou now thou now hast is not thy husband. In that sayest thou truly. And the woman said unto him, Sir, I perceive that thou art a prophet. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain, and you say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. I'm thankful that I can have what I need anywhere. You worship, you know, not what we know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews, and for the hour cometh, and now is, when true, the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. Can I tell you today, if you came thirsty, you're not the only one. God came thirsty to this house this morning for your worship. How many came to quench his thirst? Jesus, did you come thirsty? I came to worship. When you begin to worship, here's, how, here's, here's God, and I'm, 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 not, I'm not God, not even close to it. I'm just giving you kind of an example. But when you worship God, here's what he's doing. Brother Nichols took off running and praising and worshiping. Brother Aaron takes off and God's like, wow, that's awesome. The woman said unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. And Jesus looked at her. And he said, I that speak unto thee am he. I'm he. I'm the Messiah. I'm God in the flesh. I'm the one that can give you to drink spiritually that you'll never thirst again. And upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, What seekest thou? Or why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pot. Isn't it amazing when you have an encounter with God, the things of this world don't matter near as much. She came thirsty. That's why she went to the well with her water pot in the first place. But what she got... <laughs> She got not just at the well, she got at the living well. She went her way into the city and said to the man, Come see a man which told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Hey, you got to come see the fountain of living water. You got to come to the well of living water. Proverbs 1.23, and I'm closing. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. The Lord's desire is still to pour out 
His Spirit upon all flesh. It's still the desire of God for us to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost and renewed with the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. So if you came to the house of God this morning and you came thirsty, God wants to pour His Spirit into your life, into your soul this morning. If you came thirsty, you don't have to leave the same way you came. Could it be that the, one of the reasons she left the water pot is the thing that she was turning to to quench the thirst in this life, it wouldn't do, so she didn't need it anymore? When you come to Jesus, the things of this world just can't do it. They just can't satisfy. Only Jesus can really satisfy your soul. I wonder, did she leave the water pot? Simply because that can't do it anymore. I met the one who satisfies my soul. Isaiah 44 and 3, For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground, and I will pour my spirit upon thy seed and my blessing upon thy offspring, and they shall spring up as among the grass, as willows by the water courses. Springing up, this one gets the Holy Ghost, and this one gets the Holy Ghost, and this one gets the Holy Ghost, and, and another one gets baptized and gets the Holy Ghost, and another one gets baptized and receives the Holy Ghost. That's what the Apostolic Rock Church is. It's a place for growth. It's a place of new life. Come on, let's stand together in this place. Next chapter 2, verse number 16. Brother Josh already went to the beginning of Acts 2. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all, everybody say all, all, all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. How do you, how do you, when you see all this, what's going on? I'm telling you, when that happens, there's an out, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. When, when, when young men are having visions and, and seeing things like God wants to see them, and, and they, they get in a heart, and, and you have older men dreaming dreams, and, and you, you, what's going on? God is fixing or is pouring out his spirit. Just in the last several months, we've had, I've had men come talk about dreams and, and visions. Men and women. Going all the way, really all the way back to last year during COVID. Seems like we've had more people at the Apostolic Rock Church having dreams and visions this last year than ever before. I'm so excited about this. You know why? Because that means there's an outpouring. That's because there's people going... Don't mind if I do. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. If you came thirsty this morning, you in the right place. If you, if you came and you, it's been a little while since you've had a renewal, a refreshing of the Holy Ghost, you're in the right place. 
We are the apostolic rock. There's truth being preached here. Our church is founded on the rock of revelation. He is the rock that's higher than us. Amen. We are, we are built on Him, in Him, His revelation. You're in the right place where rivers of living water still flow. The Holy Ghost still moves. Man, I would be afraid if this was ever, if our church were to become a dry place because that would tell me the Holy Ghost ain't moving. And I wasn't going to get into this. I've got notes for it. I, I just, just I was going to just leave it out. But I'm a, the devil, Bible says the devil walks in dry places. I'm afraid of dry places. I don't want to walk in dry places. The devil's playground is in dry places. He even says when he goes and he finds a house and it's swept and it's clean and it's garnished, but it's dry, he'll go get seven more in return. God, the, the, the devil walks in dry places. Can I tell you, hell is a dry place. Rich man looked up and said, hey, could you send Lazarus and just let him, just, just, this is how dry it is. If he could just have one drop of water on his finger on my tongue, just one drop, that's dry. Problem is, is the, the dry place of hell is filled with dry people. Spirit's not going to be there. So if you got the Holy Ghost, you can't go to hell. You have to go to heaven. Hear me. Spirit-filled people can't go to hell. Kind of change it a little. Samantha said, we don't want to go. We can't go. Because it's a dry place and I'm not dry. Can I submit to you this morning? If you feel a little parched, maybe you're not, you're not dehydrated. You're just a, just a little thirsty. Man, I'll find me a place. I'll be. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. And I know this is kind of just a simple example, but I'm telling you what the most important thing is, is that my soul it, it receives a pouring and outpouring of His Spirit of the Holy Ghost like I have felt all service this morning. This entire service, everything up to this point, is brimmed to tell somebody, hey, don't stay dry. You don't have to stay dry. Let the Holy Ghost renew in you rivers of living water. So this is what we're going to do this morning. I'm looking, people looking around already like, hey, I wonder who he's preaching to. You and myself included. All we like sheep. Every one of us get a little dry from time to time. This is what I want to do. I want to invite everybody that wants to. If you don't want to, it's not nothing going to happen anyway, so why bother? But everybody that wants to say, hey, I want to taste and see again today. God, I want the Holy Ghost to be just poured out. I want your spirit to be poured out in my soul again today. God, I want a refreshing. I want a renewal of your Holy Ghost power. God, I'm thankful that I know the truth. I'm worshiping you in spirit and in truth. If you came thirsty this morning, so did he. And here's what's going to happen. If you will worship him, he will pour into you rivers of living water. I just believe that this morning. If you will just come, you want to kneel, you want to stand. I just want to give somebody an opportunity. If you will just worship him, to put, it, put everything else aside. If you'll come to worship him, he wants to pour out his spirit in you. 
on, let's just find a place to worship the Lord. voices under the Lord. Let's make this house a house of worship this morning. Come on, lift up your voices. Worship Him. Worship Him. Somebody needs to be renewed. Somebody's soul needs to be refilled in the Holy Ghost.